I asked him, big picture, look, you are facing these four indictments, 91 felony charges. Do you worry about going to jail? He says he really doesn't. He says he's wired differently. Ah, uh, yes. Kristen Welker at NBC Fake News, the new hostess of Meet the Press, talking about her interview with Donald Trump, which will air this Sunday. But you don't have to watch it because I have the only part you want to hear. And I'll share it with you. So you, like the rest of the nation, can just ignore it. Well, happy Friday. Hope you've got a a weekend planned. Doing fun American stuff. Like normal people. Remember normal people? I miss normal people. I had a great time uh, night before last. Was it just night before last at the uh, Fairfax Republican Party gathering? And uh, I commented at the time, it's nice to be among normal people. The room was filled with normal people, people who are normal, people who remember normal, know what normal is. The Democrat Party, on the other hand, we're going to need a great, great big mental institution because there are a whole lot of them. They're on the loose. We're going to need guys dressed in white with big, like, giant oversized nets on poles to go round up the Democrats, put them in a huge walled thing, maybe the, the size of at least New Hampshire, I think, probably at least New Hampshire. But let's get to the big news of the day, because there's a great deal of news today, as you might expect. We uh, continue to be at 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. And uh, at the, uh, toward the end of the last hour, we had, it's um, uh, Jim, Jim that uh, sent us an ex-post, an ex-post, uh, saying, hey, you know, Hunter Biden, he's been indicted on these gun charges, And uh, Jim noticed something very interesting. You see, the charges make it clear that the firearm that Hunter Biden purchased and violated the law repeatedly in purchasing was a 38, it's a Colt, the manufacturer is Colt, uh, Colt 38 Special. It's called the Cobra, and it's a great pistol, a great firearm. I actually went to the Colt website uh, to look it up, just to refresh my memory, and it's a you know a classic 38 caliber revolver, uh, a great pistol, a great American classic, and that's the firearm that Hunter Biden lied on the forms about. You know, are you a drug addict? No, me, no, heck no, not me. Uh, which is actually what he wrote. It's kind of he's just supposed to check the box, but he wrote me, no, heck no, no, not me. He didn't really. I just made that part up. But he checked the box saying that no, me, I don't do, I don't use drugs, man. And, uh, and then he uh, later on put out a memoir because everybody wants to know about his life. And in the memoir, he said at that time, he was uh, smoking crack every 15 minutes. He was taking a hit of crack every 15 minutes, which is, you know, the sign that uh, one sign that you're addicted to, to crack cocaine, I think. And, um, and then it was noticed by one of our brilliant listeners that in the laptop from hell, there are videos and photographs And in the video's photographs, there's Hunter Biden with a pistol in his hand and his finger on the trigger and the and the the hammer pulled back. Um, And it's not a 38 caliber revolver. It's a semi-automatic pistol. And uh, talking from memory, I said, was it a 1911 45 caliber? And I just looked up the uh, I got a freeze frame from the video uh, the New York Post has online. And by the way, if you go to Google 
Hunter Biden laptop photo gun. Uh, boy, it doesn't come up right away. These algorithms are very favorable to the Democrats and the Biden family. But there he is with a pistol, and it, it appears to be a 9 millimeter, nine millimeter semi-automatic pistol uh, clutched in his hand with his finger on the trigger, which if you know anything about gun safety, you know, and he's naked and he's got some, I think there is a Russian prostitute or something in the room and he's showing off his 9 millimeter pistol, as it were, wink, wink, and he's got it in his hand and the hammer pulled back and his finger on the trigger and he's holding it next to his naked thigh. Um, and this raises more questions. Well, the the firearm that we're talking about here um, is a 38 caliber Colt revolver, a Cobra. And uh, here he is in the videos with a 9mm semi-automatic pistol, which is a different firearm altogether. Did he also have an illegal firearm? In a, well, I mean, as even the Colt was illegal because he lied on the form. But did he have another pistol? Because clearly in this video, he has another pistol, which is not the pistol uh, involved in the charging documents. So, you think anybody in the news media, I mean, we just came across it because of Jim. And, um, and thank you, Jim. Beer for that one. Now, is anybody in the news media going to point this out, going to raise this question? Anybody on Capitol Hill going to raise this question? Because now we got a second handgun and this crazed crackhead kicked out of the Navy, stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker, Dayton, international business tycoon with no identifiable career, bringing in tens of millions to the Biden family from mostly corrupt countries around the world, Russia and China and Ukraine, Romania, millions and millions, no big deal. What's his job again? His name is Biden. That's his job. But uh, Jim pointed out that there are more crimes here that, guess what, the news media won't be covering. And you go to Google it, and uh, boy, they're not featuring it. That's for sure. So let's get to, uh, let's get to some of the audio here. Let's, uh, let's go to uh, soundbite number two. Although I do, soundbite number one still amuses me. Let's go, let's go back to that number one because it's only 13 seconds long. Lester Holt, the NBC fake news anchor, uh, last night in introducing uh, very solemn tones, very sad for the news community, which is, you know, an engorged appendage on the body politic of the Democrat Party. Uh, Lester Holt uh, saying he's the... <laughs> It's kind of laugh out loud funny because it's such a narrow, narrow category. I, you know, maybe other Democrat kids have been charged with felonies or with gun crimes or, um, but uh, here's Lester Holt defining the narrow charges. Good day, everyone. We're coming on the air with breaking news. President Biden's son, Hunter, has been indicted on federal gun charges. It marks the first time a sitting president's son has been indicted on federal gun charges. On federal gun charges. First time indicted. First time a presidential son has been indicted. Well, we can't say that. Indicted on gun charges. Well, we can't say that. How about indicted on federal gun charges? Okay, that sounds good. Let's go with that. That's uh, that's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Now, let me uh, share with you a couple of the couple of the details of this story. It was October of 2018 that Hunter Biden purchased a 
38 caliber Colt Cobra, uh, 38 special. He bought it in Wilmington, Delaware, and he lied on the form where he's supposed to, because they ask you, uh, are you a big druggie? And he said, me? No, no. And he checked the no box. No, he's not. And that's lying on the federal firearms form. And it was Joe Biden himself pushed the bill that made this more illegal in the United States Senate when he was in the Senate sometime after the Civil War. And then 11 days later, in October of 2018, 11 days after he bought the firearm, um, Hallie Biden, Hallie Biden is the widow of Bo Biden. That means she was married to Hunter Biden's brother, Bo Biden. Then Bo Biden very sadly passed away. Uh, and the widow, Hallie Biden, was then dating and having sex with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was also involved in a sexual relationship with Hallie's sister, keeping it all in the family. Songs that made the hit parade. <laughs> so Hunter Biden, he's, uh, he's very gregarious. And, uh, and so he was dating and having sex with his brother's widow, Hallie, and her sister. And Hallie took the gun. I believe she found it in his pickup truck. Maybe it was laying around the house, but I think she found it in the pickup truck. And she took the gun to a nearby grocery store where the Bidens shopped. And the news media kept calling it a high-end grocery store because what, are they going to shop at a low-end grocery store? Don't you know who they are? They're getting millions of dollars from Ukraine and China this year and Russia and, uh, you know, Romania and maybe who knows where else, somewhere in the stands. But Hallie Biden took the gun, threw it in a trash can in an alleyway behind a grocery store. And then you remember the Secret Service. He became very angry. Where's my gun? And she said, well, I'll take you to it. And then somebody called in the Secret Service, and the Secret Service came in, and they, and they wanted to help out and help cover it up and smooth it over because the Biden family is extremely corrupt, and so is our federal government. See how that goes. And uh, it was next door to a school, too, and the, throwing the, the 38 special in the garbage can or dumpster behind the... And that's, you remember Hunter Biden when he was asked about it. And they said, well, where'd the gun go? It's not in the garbage can anymore. And he suggested that maybe some of the store employees uh, had seen them or seen her drop it in the garbage can and uh, had, had picked it up, stolen it, grabbed it. They'd call that stolen even though it was found in a garbage can, Right. <clears throat> just like when you, you know, you leave your laptop at a repair store in Delaware, and after 90 days, if you don't pick it up, uh, it becomes the property of the store owner. And they say it was stolen. And then the, you know, the uh, the Biden Joe Biden's daughter, um, who uh, left her diary at the rehab place, Ashley, uh, at the rehab place. And then they said it was stolen when somebody found it. They say everything, they leave things where people will find them. And then people find them and they say that they're stolen, right? But that's not true because they lie about everything, don't they? And uh, Hunter Biden said, you know, probably one of the store, he, he suggested that the, the store employees probably grabbed it or a store employee probably grabbed it. And he said they're probably illegal. Remember that? P-R-O-L-L-Y. Probably illegal the employees at the store, because, you know, Democrats. So he bought it in October of 2018, his uh, brother's widow, who he's having a sexual relationship with, which, as one of six brothers, I find to be in very poor taste. 
Maybe in the British royal family, that would be normal. But uh, I think out here in the real world, that should be frowned upon. So that was 2018. Then in April of 2021, Hunter Biden put out his memo, uh, his memoir, rather, called uh, Beautiful Things. Yeah, he's talking about the hookers and his brother's widow and things like that. Strippers. Beautiful Things, it's called. He released his memoir where he said, I was smoking crack every 15 minutes at that time in October of 2018, right? And then in June of this year, Hunter Biden agreed to uh, plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges to avoid prosecution on gun charges. That was the sweetheart deal with um, David uh, Weiss, the, um, the prosecutor now special counsel, who's a crook. He slow-rolled the country on all this and waiting for the statutes of limitations to run out to expire so that, uh, you know, the Biden family has nothing to worry about. And then in July, Hunter Biden, uh, the, the Hunter Biden uh, plea deal collapsed. You may remember that. That was about seven weeks ago. And then David Weiss on Thursday, yesterday, charged Hunter Biden in a three-count indictment on gun charges in three-part harmony. And uh, the charges include count one, false statement in purchase of a firearm. The maximum penalty for that, for checking the wrong box or falsely checking the box, is 10 years in prison plus three years supervised release and a $250,000 fine. Looks like he'll have to sell another one of his paintings to pay the fine. Count two, false statement to a licensed firearms dealer. Five years in prison, three years supervised release, $250,000 fine. Count three, possession of a firearm by an unlawful user of a controlled substance. Maximum penalty, 10 years in prison, three years supervised release, $250,000 fine. We're talking about 25 years in prison, nine years of supervised release, and $750,000 in fines. Now... What do you think it'll turn out to be? I'm going to take a wild guess. Maybe one day in jail and one dollar fine, and probably not that, and then his father can pardon him, even though Cringe said recently that he would not do that. But you got to keep in mind that they lie all the time. Oh, speaking of the funny, the new funny Joe Biden lies uh, that he, he lied yesterday. Multiple lies from yesterday. I've got those for you, too. You know, President Lunchbucket Joe Biden's uh, nefarious plan to introduce the digital dollar in the United States is already underway. And it's very important to understand the potential consequences because regardless of what they're telling us, this is not in anyone's best interest. And time is of the essence. So taking action now and getting smart is a really good idea to protect your future savings, your retirement. You can help protect your savings from the risks of Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver, precious metals, my friends. Here's how you get started. You call the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need to get smart on safeguarding your retirement. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance of gold and silver would be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, so uh, there it is. Now, I'm going to share with you the media's take on this. And 
And then we'll uh, talk about the Hunter Biden charges at long, long last and uh, members of Congress weighing in, too. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, Dylan Mulvaney went to New York for New York Fashion Week and the bony, crackhead, meth-head-looking man pretending to be a woman put on something flouncy and kind of uh, trounced up and down on the, uh, on the catwalk. On the catwalk. And now Dylan Mulvaney says that he is looking forward to being in a Super Bowl ad. Thinks that it'd be great to be in a Super Bowl ad. And at this point, the NFL might actually go with that after seeing how well it worked out for Bud Light. Pretty amazing stuff. And I uh, got more on that. But I, I've got, I'm going to get to the audio of uh, members of Congress, media people talking about Hunter Biden's gun charges. And uh, what about that other semi-automatic gun that he's got in the videos that he posted, well, that he had on his laptop? What about that one? Who's going to ask about that? Got that. And Joe Biden with some really incredible made-up lies yesterday. He's not only Puerto Rican. He was raised by Puerto Ricans in uh, Delaware. He was also raised by the Jews in Delaware in the synagogues. And he's a college professor, and nobody knew it. So many crazy news stories in any daily news cycle. The Daily Mail out of uh, Great Britain, the United Kingdom, they've got a a shocking story. Married South Dakota Governor Christy Nome has allegedly been having a years-long affair with Trump advisor Corey Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski, who's the, I don't know, the... Clark Gable of Washington politics, uh, or perhaps not, but the uh, wonderful Christy Nome, who is uh, being discussed as a possible running mate for President Trump. President Trump secures the Republican nomination, and Christy Nome, who is pretty great. The uh, story says a rising star, a rising Republican star tipped by many to be Donald Trump's running mate, should he win the presidential nomination, has been involved in a clandestine affair for years. Multiple sources tell the Daily Mail. Married South Dakota Governor Christy Nome, 51, who stresses her beliefs and family values, and Trump advisor Corey Lewandowski, who is married, began carrying on in 2019, if not before. Now news of the relationship threatens to wreck Nome's chances of joining Trump's ticket 
in a potential rematch against President Joe Biden. Probably won't do her marriage a lot of good either. I'm, I'm just guessing. Might drive a stake through the heart of that, quite possibly. Neither denied the affair when asked by the Daily Mail. The governor issued a statement attacking us for the timing of the article while Lewandowski did not respond to a request for comment. The two met up on Friday last week when Lewandowski traveled with Trump to Rapid City, South Dakota for a campaign rally. But the pair, who were made aware of a pending story about their relationship, were careful not to have any public interaction in contrast to previous occasions. The Daily Mail exclusive photos show. Now, um, gosh, I'm telling you, people, people are uh, are funny. Why do why did it's uh, hmm, you know? I gotta tell you, and that uh, trust and integrity and uh, honor and uh, truthfulness and all of that stuff. Um, what a crazy, crazy time. Uh, also, I did mention the. The lunatic, because this is this is completely crazy. And it's the New York Post. I'm even uh, saying it, I'm sorry to say. But the New York Post has a story on Dylan Mulvaney struts at New York Fashion Week after declaring it'll be epic to star in a Super Bowl ad. Now, he is not in a Super Bowl ad at the moment, uh, but he is pimping himself uh, for the opportunity to be in a Super Bowl ad. Dylan Mulvaney struts at New York Fashion Week after declaring it would be up to star in a Super Bowl ad. And uh, the New York Post, I'm sorry, says say the, the story begins, she's ready for her close-up. She, meaning he, ready for her, meaning his, close-up. He is an intact male adult. I'm Controversial influencer Dylan Mulvaney hit the runway for New York Fashion Week Wednesday night at the Blondes Spring Summer 2024 Fashion Show. The transgender social media star, really, is that star? We've kind of lowered the standing for the word star, I guess. 26 years old, donned a shiny light blue dress that left little to the imagination. Woohoo! As she, meaning he, shredded the catwalk for designers David and Philippe Blonde's latest creations. I can hardly wait. On the runway, the outspoken model was dressed in a black tank top. She, meaning he, paired with leather shorts. The leather shorts, remember he used to go to the, the mall in the leather shorts and, uh, and talk about the protrusions and the bulges being um, uh, commented on by people at the mall because... He's pretending to be a she, right? She, meaning he, topped off her, meaning his, look with glittery platform heels. After the show, Mulvaney, <clears throat> after the show, Mulvaney rubbed elbows with other celebs in attendance, including Queer Eye star, you're really a star if you're on Queer Eye, celeb hairstylist Jonathan Van Ness, as well as model Dominique Jackson. There is no telling whether Dominique is a male or a female person, but there is a bearded lady over here in this one. Mulvaney's stylish New York Fashion Week appearance comes just one day after she, meaning he, expressed her, meaning his, desire to star in a beer advertisement at the Super Bowl. Sure, make uh, 
billions and billions more dollars disappear. Perhaps that would be the way to go. Normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges. And- <laughs> That's actually Dylan Mulvaney um, posting a video about going to the mall with... Uh, I'll uh, leave it at that. That's uh, that's your Democrat Party. There it is. All right, now let's get back to uh, Hunter Biden's charges, his gun charges yesterday. Um, we're at uh, soundbite number two. Well, it is, but let's do NBC. Let's do NBC first, and then we'll get to, because uh, I want to get into this whole uh, thing about uh, two-tiered justice system when we get to President Trump. So let's go to NBC fake news, fake reporter Peter Alexander, uh, being introduced by Lester Holt, uh, lamenting that the poor president's son is now facing charges after years of corruption and obfuscation by the Justice Department, the FBI, uh, and the news media, among others. Peter Alexander. I think in the simplest of terms, this is a political headache for President Biden, but is also a personal heartache for him, someone who is so close to his son. It's his loyalty to his son that some of his closest allies fear has caused political distractions. This certainly is not just that, but the potential to be uh, a a real impact as they head into the presidential season. It's a political headache, really nothing. Politics, just a headache. The news media will sweep it under the rug for him. And a personal heartache, which I believe, I believe that's true. Uh, And it's a distraction. They like that word distraction. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Peter Alexander, Democrat, party apparatchik. You can't underscore um, how difficult this is going to be for the you Biden can't family. Underscore. President Biden, with one surviving son after his son, Beau Biden, died in 2015 of brain cancer, has been so worried about his son, Hunter, because of his addiction with alcohol and drugs in the past, something that he has not fully recovered from right now. It still remains a real concern. I think for the president of the United States, this, this has the potential to have a toll on him. Uh, the um, the media is concerned about the personal toll it might take on um, on President Biden. Now, if it's the Trump family, they'd be laughing and pounding the table and having a great time. Uh, he's not fully recovered, but I, I thought he was fully recovered. I did see him rubbing his nose on the Truman balcony on the 4th of July. And Dr. Jill, not a doctor, uh, looked quite furious. And and uh, the, the um, highly paid network news reporter, you can't underscore... I think he meant to say something else. Um, you can't uh, understate or overstate, or he meant to say something else. And his then you got to bring his, uh, you know, son Bo who died. But Hunter didn't mind too much. He started banging his uh, widow because you know that's what Democrats do, I guess. Then they went to uh, Hallie Jackson, which is kind of interesting because Bo Biden's widow is named Hallie Biden. And then Hunter Biden was having sex with Hallie Biden after his brother died, which I would consider to be in poor taste. Here is NBC fake news reporter Hallie Jackson. It is a stark divide among Republicans versus Democrats. 66% of Republicans are concerned about any relationship that Joe Biden may have to what his son has done. Only 7% of Democrats. Those numbers, Lester, are not surprising. <laughs> no, they're not. You're right about that. Only 7% of Democrats are even concerned, that's a pretty generous word, even concerned that Joe Biden has taken millions and millions of dollars in bribes from Ukraine, Russia, China, 
Romania, somewhere in the stands. Uh, and 7% of Democrats are, of course, they don't know about it because they get their news from NBC and CNN and the Washington Post, and, and uh, none of it's been reported, which is why it's good to be a Democrat. 66% of Republicans are concerned about, and because all of this beats a path to Joe Biden, and he's the president of the United States, just by then we're funneling tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine for the war that will never end, uh, and... And the military-industrial complex is very happy and pay no attention to that. Isn't that amazing? Now, let's go to um, soundbite number five. This is Kristen Welker. Kristen Welker is another fake NBC, fake news, uh, fake reporter and anchor now of, uh, of uh, Fake the Press, uh, which is on Sunday. Chunk Todd used to do that, but they're sexist. So they got rid of him and they put in Kristen Welker. And her big debut is this Sunday, and she interviewed President Trump. And here is the here's the big question that's making news all over the planet Earth. Um, now that Hunter Biden is facing three gun charges, but no tax charges and no FARA violations, Foreign Agents Registration Act, uh, and no money laundering, and you know, no money, uh, none of that. So here's. Uh, uh, Kristen Welker doing the work of the Democrat Party while talking to President Trump. Let's talk about the breaking news today. We learned just a short time ago that the president's son, Hunter Biden, was indicted by a federal grand jury on three gun charges. Given that, Mr. President, can you continue to say that there are two systems of justice? You can't say there are still two systems of justice just because you've been indicted in Georgia and New York and Washington, D.C. on 90-some-odd charges and could face hundreds of years in prison for raising questions about the 2020 election. And and uh, besides, there was that thing on Capitol Hill. And, and uh, you can't say there are two systems of justice just because, you know, the way you've been um, targeted by radical left-wing extremist prosecutors abusing their their offices to target you for political reasons and Joe Biden's Justice Department uh, targeting you. And then, of course, there's January 6th, where uh, the FBI is still hunting down people. I read it in the paper the other day, still hunting down people that were there. I mean, by the hundreds and hundreds. And uh, let's not forget that uh, Enrique Tarrio of the Proud Boys, which they keep dialing up the description, an extremist, radical, neo-fascist group. I... uh, no, there's a black guy named Enrique Tario who's a Cuban American who's the leader, and they, they're, they're at the Washington Post once call them uh, male chauvinists. That's funny because they say they're Western chauvinists. They like Western civilization, not Russia, China, uh, and terrible things. And there are lots of black members. In fact, at least two black members were stabbed when they were in Washington D.C. by Black Lives Matter criminals, and nobody was arrested. Nobody was charged. But Enrique Tario, they tried to give Enrique Tario 33 years in prison because he was in a hotel room in Baltimore on January 6th. But uh, earlier, he had pulled down a Black Lives Matter banner at a church in Washington, D.C. Um, and, you know, the Democrats burned American flags in Chicago the other day. Nobody's been arrested. Nobody's going to jail. Uh, all that is fine. And, uh, and I, I heard on the news this morning in Washington, D.C. that an off-duty Pentagon police officer pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in a controversial Tacoma Park shooting, as you might imagine. And the Pentagon police officer who was off-duty at the time, police say that he shot and killed two people 
as they were driving away. He's now pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in these cases. And David Dixon, 42 years old, expected to be sentenced in November, can now face up to 30 years behind bars. Up to. He shot and killed two people. And he's facing up to 30 years behind bars, according to the local Fox Channel 5 report. When I heard that, that reminded me that Enrique Tarrio of the Proud Boys, who wasn't in Washington, D.C. at the time, was sentenced to how many years in prison? They wanted to give him 33 years in prison, which is more than this man is getting for shooting and killing two unarmed people while they're driving away in a parking lot while he was off duty as a police officer. And the prosecutors here wanted to give Enrique Tarrio, a black Cuban-American who is pro-American and I'm not aware that he stabbed anybody. He got stabbed in Washington, D.C. His, his black girlfriend, uh, Bevlin Beatty, was stabbed in Washington, D.C. also. And um, they wanted to give him 33 years in prison, but he was sentenced to 22 years in prison because they say he engaged in a seditious conspiracy. But CIA Director John Brennan engaged in a seditious conspiracy with that letter signed by 51. Former CIA director Mike Morrell engaged in a seditious conspiracy. And they say that Enrique Terrio wanted to overturn the uh, results of the 2020 election. Well, 51 intelligence officials tampered in our presidential election, like we're a banana Republican, they're the CIA trying to affect the outcome of the election. And guess what? They did affect the outcome of our presidential election. Polls demonstrate that. People would have voted differently if they had known that the Hunter Biden laptop stories in the New York Post were true about, well, everything. The big guy getting a 10% cut from China could have turned the election the other way. And, and John Brennan, CIA director, Mike Morrell, CIA director, and 49 others, including Dana Bash's ex-husband, engaged in a seditious conspiracy to change the results of the U.S. presidential election, which is what we pay the CIA to do in banana republics. And they did it here. That's a seditious conspiracy. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home you just can't get rid of, maybe in your office? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of stinky odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and trash cans and litter boxes. Even Michael Moore is no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm, should he show up in your house. Starts working in seconds to clear any room of any odor and... No expensive filters to buy and replace on a schedule again and again. More than 350,000 thunderstorm units already sold nationwide. Look at all the five-star reviews online. You can hold one in your hand, and they're great. I've got two at home. Works like a champ. During this week, I've got a great deal for you, too, to get your own thunderstorms. Right now, you can save $200. On Eden Pure Thunderstorm, three-pack. You get three of them for a whole home protection. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com and enter the discount code CHRIS, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS, and you get free shipping. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a uh, no, two-tiered system of justice. No, Hunter Biden has been indicted after five and a half years. And now NBC News says, well, you can't say there is a two-tiered system of justice anymore. 
So fake news reporter at NBC, Kristen Welker, asked President Trump, said, well, now Hunter Biden's been indicted on three charges after five and a half years and none of the other charges, but uh, now you can't say there's a two-tiered system of justice anymore, can you? Well, I think there's no question about it. He had a plea deal that was the deal of the century, uh, the art of the deal. You could write a book on it, the art of the deal. Uh, and all of a sudden, that was broken up by a judge who was able to, a brilliant judge, actually, who was able to see through what was happening. And it's a sad situation. I mean, nobody should be happy about this. I'm not happy about it. Nobody is. It's a very sad thing. It's so bad for our country. But, you know, if you think about it, I've been under investigation from the day I came down the escalator and a phony investigation, fake investigations, investigations that I beat every single time. Russian collusion. And uh, when Hunter Biden faces another 20 charges for money laundering and FARA violations and everything else, and when uh, the Democrat rioters that sacked and looted Washington, D.C. and every other city in the country are hunted down by the FBI, from coast to coast and given 20 years in prison, then we can talk. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.